0: Joining me now is Colorado legend and Bronco legend Randy Gratishar newly minted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2024 and Randy first of all let our listeners know to get to the Hall of Fame and people watch the speeches in the ceremony every year in Canton the enshrinees always talk about the people who help you to get to this day. Start off with the parents or that person in your life who, when your parents, maybe they had to work late and couldn't get you to practice, people like that who, uh, early in your life, kind of getting this forge towards Canton. Well, um, for me, the the
1: reality of it is I certainly give most of the credit to my parents the way i was brought up and uh my parents were depression kids when they were uh, little, little kids in the 20s and 30s and the reality of it is that people have that association they know all they did was work and uh, i learned the work ethic from that my dad uh, my mom and dad uh, my dad had a grocery store in champion ohio and i started working there when i was 11 years old and so following You know, learning things about adjectives describing commitment, discipline, desire, um, those kinds of words. And uh, uh, then going into high school, see, I was in such a small township, we didn't have football until I was in ninth grade. Mm -hmm. I was playing out in the county, out, you know, outside the big city kind of thing. So I started started playing football and didn't have any desire or dream of even going to college, mm-hmm. and after my, in my senior year, some, um, scouts came around from college and said, Randy, we want you to come to our school.
0: When did the light bulb kind of click on, and you knew you maybe, you had a special talent, and you can take it, you know, past high school football?
1: Well, uh... It took me a long, long time because uh, going to college and being recruited by Woody Hayes and other, other people, that was brand new. Again, uh, we never really followed college football. I never had a dream of going to college <laughs> and, and, and playing football. So that was just a real blessing. And then all of a sudden, my senior year in college, uh, pro scouts were around watching practice, and they said, Renny, you're pretty good. You could get drafted in the NFL. So I had, I had no dreams of uh, go, playing f- football in
0: college and or going to the NFL, but uh, the Lord provided the way. Talk about the rec- your college recruitment and, and talk about meeting the great Woody Hayes, the uh, head football coach at Ohio State at the time. Well, I'll try to make this
1: short, is that uh, I was working at my dad's grocery store. We were off a half a day of school. Uh, the principal called and said, Randy, uh, Coach Woody Hayes is here. Uh, he'd like to talk to you. Can you come up? I said, sure. I hung up the phone. I, I asked my dad right next to him, who's Woody Hayes? <laughs> I, I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. And my dad didn't know really either. And so uh, eventually um, got recruited by Woody and decided to go to Ohio State. And... Uh, And I was just feeling very fortunate to be able to have that opportunity going to college. And again, I didn't know the background of uh, Ohio State, Big Mm -hmm. Ten, going to the Rose Bowls and all those kinds Mm -hmm. of things. So it was just a great experience for me at that
0: age. Mm -hmm. After college, of course, then the the process comes where it's time to maybe all of a sudden – there's a league called the National Football League. And, and as you said earlier, you had no dreams. So all of a sudden, I guess, how, how's, how does that hit you? Well. Uh, and, and what were your plans after college if you didn't go to the National Football League? Well, uh, your first question is
1: uh, uh, I was just there for education, trying to. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was just like get a degree and find out what you'd like to do and then go, go start working. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so I did that until going into my senior year and some scouts came around and, uh, uh, you, you can go in you possibly can get drafted in the NFL. I said that'd be cool. And the only people like, or the only teams I knew were the Cleveland Indians, Cleveland Browns because <laughs> we watched them on TV and my dad was a grocer and then he got some tickets every, some every summer or, uh, during the season, so both of those teams. And uh, we went up and I was just a kid. High school and all that, you know, just, you know, well, this is fun. But, again, never thought about even playing professional football. So.
0: Tell us about draft day. Well, draft day. Uh, what was it like back then? I know it's nothing like it is today. Right. You expect me to know about when I got drafted?
1: <laughs> I didn't remember. No, it was uh, I got a call from John Ralston, who was mm-hmm. coach at that time, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, hey, Randy, you know, you're coming to Denver Broncos and congratulations kind of thing. So uh, I received that phone call, and then right after that, I called Mom and Dad at home, and this is, again, Champion, Ohio, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, my dad's grocery store. And uh, I said, Mom and Dad, you know, I got drafted by the Denver Broncos. Uh, I'm going to be going to Colorado. And so uh, at that point, uh, and telling my mom and dad everything, then my dad told me at the end of the conversation, I'm 22 years old. Randy, I was born in Pueblo. So I'm 22 years old, have no idea where my parents were born, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's uh, Pueblo, Colorado, and mm-hmm. still cousins down there. <laughs> and so just that, uh, I just remember that really of uh, you know from my history, my background, and uh, having that opportunity to be out
0: here now, out here in Colorado for about 50 years now. Tell us about the Broncos at that time. They're, I guess, a relatively young organization, up and coming. Tell us about the build-up to to becoming what you guys became as a team—the legendary Orange Crush defense. Your first uh, Super Bowl appearances, the first of many for the franchise.
1: Well, and again, uh, a lot of credit goes to uh, Coach jo- John Ralston, and because uh, he drafted that whole defense, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, it started in 72 when he was there, the old Lyle Alzado, Barnett Chavis, and in 73 was uh, Tom Jackson, and uh, uh, 74 was me, Rizzo Swenson, 75 was uh, that guy named Louie Wright, and mm-hmm. then, of course, Billy Thompson was already there, and, uh, so, and then Steve Foley came in 76, so, you know, having that and uh drafting that whole defense and then all of a sudden in 77 uh i'm talking to tom jackson on the sideline after our last regular season game He said tommy we're we're 12 and 2 and the broncos had never been that way and uh Um, You know, everybody knows that the Broncos either lost more games for 17 years and uh, never had a winning season or broke even. So uh, that was just very, very exciting knowing we're going to playoffs. And then I think most people now remember Old Mile High. Uh, beating the P- Pittsburgh Steelers, Terry Bradshaw, Frank O'Hara, Steel Curtain. And then next week, we uh, Ken Stabler and John Madden, those guys came into town at Old Mile High. And all of a sudden, we're going to Super Bowl Twelve. And, uh, of course, they never. we're just going to the Super Bowl. They didn't use numbers back then. And so, you know, that was just a fun deal. And then seeing how Colorado reacted to that whole mm-hmm. thing. And for 17 years, a lot of people have been certainly waiting to even go to the playoffs. So, uh, And uh, just going down to the Super Bowl was just an honor in itself. And, uh, you know, our, our, our Orange Crust, will take a little bit of credit in order for why we got down there.
0: You have any memories going down in New Orleans, playing in the the Superdome? At that time, the Superdome was brand spanking new. Yeah, it
1: uh, you know playing in in dome. We played dome uh, with the Seattle Seahawks, but Mm -hmm. uh, going down there, Super Bowl twelve, all the excitement. broncos being there and just having that first personal experience we all just had that first personal experience i mean i had really neat experiences at ohio state but uh, being down there knowing we're playing in the super bowl and then representing the denver broncos was just a, a way beyond a blessing kind of thing because uh, uh, i wish we would have be able to win the game but uh, that didn't happen but uh, the excitement yeah, I, I'll take our Orange Crush defense will take credit for that, <laughs> for starting the excitement. And then all of a sudden yes. in 83, Elway and Dan Reeves and then Mike Shanahan. That that was just a great lead in for uh, representing the Denver Broncos. Yeah,
0: great era in the history of the uh, Broncos franchise. Uh, Tom Jackson, you mentioned him earlier. What does it mean to you to have him be your presenter in Canton in August? Well, it's, it's just a great
1: honor being able to have a presenter. And then uh, and Tommy and I, um, he was drafted in 73, I was 74. He's from Ohio, so we had that Buckeye connection. And... Uh, uh, Tommy was always the life of the party at practice and/or in games, and I just remember even at practice, you know, he would be—he's always yapping and talking mm-hmm. and telling you what what movie he saw last night and, uh, and and all the things about the Broncos, and then particularly when we're playing in a game, he's always yelling and screaming at the the offensive people that we're playing against. You know, I, I don't like you guys. I hate you guys. We're gonna get you guys, and uh, so. so. So Tommy was uh, always doing that. And I just remember a few times in the huddle, you know, he would I I, I had to I had to yell at him. I said, Tommy, shut up, you know, Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to make the call here. And uh, he's talking and yapping to the offensive people. And uh, so he's just a a great guy and uh, certainly uh, really going to be enjoying him being my presenter. Did
0: you ever see a, a TV career in his future? Uh, no, and, uh, and again, I, you know,
1: he he, I he played a couple more years. I think he played thirteen or fourteen years, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, he's with Chris Berman on ESPN, and mm-hmm. that was some that was somewhat new back then too. And so uh, I I watched them periodically over the years, and uh, you know, now knowing that I'm going back to Canton, Ohio, and then Chris Berman is going to be there, and Tommy, mm-hmm. uh, it's just. Uh, you, you look in the past and what how it was going on, and now you're looking into the future of what to expect and being in the Canton Football Hall of Fame was just a real blessing.
0: Do, do you ever sit back and think, wow, this is really just full circle? You know, you started in Ohio, and now you're going to be enshrined in Canton, Ohio, your home state forever, where you will live forever. I think uh, I think it was uh, Michael Irvin who said you never die in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, well,
1: and uh, that's that's the uh, information that we got while we were here at the Super Bowl. The, all the Pro Football Hall of Fame administrators you know, came and met with us and talked with us, and here, here's what to expect, and uh, sending out a calendar, here's what you want, need to do in March and April and May and June. <laughs> and then finally get to Canton, you know, 10 days before, and we're going to have you doing different things. So uh, just just receiving that and having that experience, just even at the Super Bowl, and now looking forward to see what's going to go on in Canton, it's certainly going to be a busy time, but it's, uh, you know, uh, I got, uh, I didn't know if I told you this or not, but uh, I've been waiting for 35 mm-hmm. years, and then all of a sudden, uh, through the lord i i flipped that around and it's 53 and and uh so you know uh having that and knowing that that was all determined and waiting 35 years uh, I certainly feel blessed Has the wait has it made
0: it sweeter now well
1: yeah and uh <laughs> because because I was always talking to my wife and said, well, maybe I'll go in when I passed away kind mm-hmm. of thing. So uh, uh, just, just uh, getting the information through the Broncos and the way that they uh, announced it. I didn't get the phone call, but I, got, I went to the Broncos and uh, mm-hmm. had that opportunity. And uh, that's when I found my wife and I found out that uh, I finally got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame.
0: Well, Randy, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations. We're definitely going to be watching your enshrinement in Canton. And uh, I can't think of someone who deserves it as more more than you and just the class you've handled these uh, you know, past few years. I know it's been tough, you know, on the weight, but mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just outstanding to see your day and your moment come.
1: Well, thank you very much for that. those compliments. And, uh, again, on a personal level, I just hope and pray that uh, at, at some point in time that uh, some of the guys from the Orange Crush will be recognized. Yes. And uh, that seems to be my role, and I'm going to do the best I can to get them represented. Thank you so much. Thank you.